Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I'm the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the co-founder of the Journal That Talks Back. Today, you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching podcast with my incredible, awesome, amazing, spectacular, phenomenal, and awesome daughter, (laughs) Fernie. Wow, these descriptions just kept getting longer and longer. I know, right? I don't even have a list of all these amazing things in front of me. They just come right out of my head. How are you today? Incredible. Pretty good. How are you? Good. What's up? What's new? What's happening? Mm, What's up? Um, We are supposed to go to France for the holidays, uh, for Christmas. I guess by the time people are hearing this, Christmas may have already passed. But we're supposed to go to France, and we don't know if we're going to be able to go because we're waiting for um, Adrien's permit, like a physical card. He has his PR, but he's just waiting for the card. And it was supposed to take two weeks to three months. And now it's been way over three months and we still haven't gotten it. So we don't know if we're going to get to go, which is very upsetting. Very upsetting. Is there no way that you can get like a letter that says, hey, the card hasn't come in, but they can travel? No, unfortunately. And there's Mm. also nobody to contact. So we've tried everything. We even contacted the the MP of his region. So the MP means the member of parliament for those people who are not Canadian. Ah, yes. (laughs) The MP. Okay, well, let's hope that it works. Let's hope that you make some progress. Let's hope you get to go. Fingers crossed. That you have an amazing time in Paris. Uh, What are are we discussing today? So today I wanted to talk about the topic of essentially working in a group. So you have a team, like let's say whatever team it may be, you have you and your team, and then you're coordinating with a whole bunch of other teams to run this big event. And the question is, how do you make sure that everybody on these teams is happy and they feel like they get a say in things? How do we make it democratic while also getting things done and staying true to one vision? And why I say like one vision is because let's say you're spearheading this, you're very excited about it. Uh, You're kind of the self-appointed leader, let's say, and you have this vision of things. You want to make it democratic, but you also, I think like if you have too much input, then you're afraid of losing that true vision and it gets kind of diluted and becomes something that is only mediocre. So does this relate to something you're doing? Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, I mean, the interesting thing here is the word vision. Okay, mm-hmm. because you said your vision. Whose vision is this? Yeah, that's it's, so it's bad to have a vision. No, it's not bad to have a vision. It's great to have a vision, but whose vision is this? Yours? Yours meaning you, Fernie? Oh, I mean the theoretical person we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the so the individual has a vision, mm-hmm. but it's not a group vision yet. Not yet. Okay. So what we want to do is start there because what I sense might be happening is this individual has a very specific idea of what this needs to look and be like, which is fine, but they haven't enrolled everybody else in that vision. And it may be that this person isn't particularly open to other people's visions. Okay. But I guess multi (laughs) multifaceted. (laughs) Like 
how do you, well, okay. So let's say you have this vision and maybe it's not a good idea to have a vision because it's, it is a great idea to have. Well, why I say it's not a good idea is because if you have a vision, you see it in a certain way and you don't want that vision to change. You don't want that vision to be diluted. It's not that it can't change, but you don't want it to be kind of like people have another vision and then you combine two visions and then you get two mediocre visions instead of one really strong one. So that's kind of what they're afraid of. Okay. So let's say I, I, but whether it's good or bad, I, I'm unsure. But how do you make progress on moving this event forward without being annoying and like <sighs> constantly asking people, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about this? like you don't want to have to do that at every yeah. single step? So think, how do you make progress without making the decisions on your own? I think I think that there are there's a lot to discuss around this. The first conversation is can anything move forward when everybody's part of the decision-making process, right? So does leadership happen through democracy? So, and I'm not talking politics here. I'm talking about if you're running a company, for example, is it right for the leader to constantly and always be consulting? I think it's okay to consult. And then the leader ultimately needs to make a decision to move forward. Right. So, but we know who the clear leader is. We know who the clear decision maker is. We know who the person accountable, who the person accountable for that particular task or, or function. But in this case, like, I mean, there, there isn't a clear, there isn't a predetermined leader. So there are people who are stepping up and taking more responsibility, but there aren't necessarily people who like, this is the person who's spearheading it and it's only this person and it's clear to everyone and obvious. There are some maybe competing powers. Yes. So so I think what's important is you asked the question and you said, is it bad to have a vision? I think it's great to have a vision. I think it's also important to have a vision that you are not necessarily 100,000% attached to. In this case, not in all cases, in this case, And what you really want to do is you want to be committed to the essence of the experience or the essence of the event, as opposed to the specifics, just like that applies to anything we do. Sometimes we have a vision of how a party is supposed to work out. And, you know, if the food isn't perfect or the drinks aren't perfect or the decorations aren't perfect, we feel like it's a flop and we're missing the point. We're missing the essence, which is to gather a bunch of people together to have a good time or whatever the reason that you're gathering everybody together, we're missing the point. And so I think it's very important for you to decide what the essence is and then bring your vision to the table and enroll people in your vision. Here's what I see. But I think it's also important for you in this case to be open to collaboration and including other people's ideas into this vision. Okay, but but what if they have bad ideas? What if they have bad ideas? Well, is any idea a bad idea? No. Okay. So why some of them? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what if they have a bad idea? What you want to do is say, Hey, here's the, the risk of this decision. Here's what might go wrong. If we choose this course of action, or here's what I'm concerned about, you know, and have we taken into account X, Y, or Z, or if our global goal is this, if this is our intent, our, our, Right. If this is the essence of what we're trying to. So that but that's something that also has to to be agreed upon. Yes, it does. It does. But that's how you get people on the same page. That's how you're not running away with it and getting 
people upset because you're taking over, right? You need everybody on the, on board, but it doesn't mean everybody has to do the work. doesn't mean everybody has to do the job. So once you have everybody on board and, you know, sure, every person might have a bad idea or a good idea. So you need to be open to both. Mm-hmm. And it's important for you to be open to the good ideas too that come along. And if there is a bad idea, what you want to do is say, hey, you know, this is something that um, might happen as a result of this idea, right? So we want to, we want to just, you know, handle each idea as it comes along, as though it's not something that's an affront to us. It's not an offense to us. We don't need to get agitated over somebody else's bad idea. We need to deal with it as a fact, as a data point, right? So let's, let's take an example. If the idea is, hey, you know, like we're going to charge everybody, I don't know, I'm pulling a number out of my hat, $25 for this event. And you think, well, actually we should charge a little bit more, right? That's Mm -hmm. the idea. You might say, okay, well, let's look at what does $25 buy us? We know that the cost of this and this and this is going to be $40. So what do we do with this other $15? Is there something we want to let go of? So you're dealing with it in facts. Hmm. You're coming to the table equipped. Okay, but let's say it's something that's not fact-based, like a theme for an event. Like someone chooses, you know, underwater, I don't know, something super lame. And you're like, well, that's just lame. I don't have a legitimate reason why it's a bad idea, but it's a bad idea, you know? You just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's something you're going to have to roll (laughs) with, right? So you're not going to like everybody else's ideas. People will join together and say, yes, we all like this idea. And so part of collaboration is to be okay with some of the decisions that aren't yours. And, and support the decisions that the group has made. Okay. So, so now we've tackled how to kind of get people on board, how to, you know, talk to the team, but let's say you come to a consensus about the overall goal of your event. Yes. How do you make proceed to make decisions like how do you choose a dj or whatever like you say you go uh, like this okay so there are 10 things we need to do we need to find a dj we need to get balloon decorations we need to get food we need to get a bar license and you just I don't know. And they, delegate. And you delegate and then you say each person Let's meet again okay i found three djs this is the one i like best this is why any objections okay so right. you de- so you delegate and then come back with everybody's information. Exactly. Okay. And let the person who's doing the research in that area make Do a it. recommendation. Mm, yeah. And right? also don't. If there's a reason why it's not a good idea, then you say, well, what about this? Maybe there's a better solution if that solution isn't ideal. But, you know, the best teams, the best teams trust their team members. Yeah, but what if there are new people that you've never worked with? Doesn't matter. You have to start somewhere. So you just trust them off the bat. You you trust that they'll come back. They'll bring the information you need, and you together, or they'll make a recommendation, and together you'll make a decision. But you know, timeframes, timelines, expectations, all of that. Okay, here's you see part of part of the problem is you've already decided that their ideas are going to be lame. No, no. And just giving you an example of a lame okay. idea. Somebody came okay. up with a really good idea. Okay, great. So um, what we want to do is trust that these people will 
by and large, come up with good things and sometimes not. Okay. But now, so let's say, you know, we tackled all these questions now, let's say you're dealing, so you have your team and you're like the representative from your team. And then you're also trying to organize all the other teams. So how do you deal with these two different groups that may have competing ideas? You say we need a chair for this event. I'm happy to chair. No, but I'm saying, let's say, for example, you agreed with your team that this was the best idea. Everyone's on on board, on the same page. We agree. How do you take that idea and say, well, we already made this decision. How do you impose that on everybody else if your team has already decided? Like as a collective, you know, 10 people. You don't. You don't impose anything. So there's there's the question is like. How do you move things forward if you're dealing with two different sets of people that because, aren't like look, you're you're the third party, you know, you're the one communicating between these two groups. How do you make a decision with one group and not the other? So like, look, how do you how your do you, team, your team, your team has come together and said, we feel comfortable with you representing us. And here are some of the things we'd like to see happen at this event. But now and you've enrolled them in your vision, let's say. Yeah. Okay. So now you have to do the same thing with the new group. The and if same. they don't, if they don't agree, you'll come up with a new solution. Just like what? But if then you have to initial... bring it back. You have to bring it back but to you, your group. And but, then... but if your group empowered you to represent them, you're good to go. And if it was self-appointed, then you want to check with them and say, "Is it okay if I'm the representative?" Get there, okay. Well, but it's also a matter of stepping up, like. Yes, I stepped up. I stepped up. I'd love to do this. Is everybody, any objections? Does anyone have any issue with it? And knowing your team, they'll probably say, no. Oh, Fernie, you're amazing. Go for it. Oh, thanks. Right? So that's it. Make sure that they're all okay with it. Get their get their support, get their back. Okay, and, and another question, is there any discussions? Like, let's say, you know, you kind of have something in mind. Are there some things you should just run with and not discuss? Like some things that just don't need to be discussed? Of course, some things like, don't need to be discussed. Like, like what? Like, do I need to go and make a vote for who, who should represent? Like if, if this is already in progress. You don't need a vote. You just you just ask your... your... But, but that's what I'm asking is, do I need to ask if it's already kind of happened? Well, if if they trust you, then that, that's fine. Move along. Well, that's a question. How do you know when to move along and when to throw a vote up for something? Like, because, for example. Because if, if you suspect that there's going to be some kind of dissension, if there's going to be some kind of backlash, if someone's going to say, hey, who said you get to make all the decisions? But you're not making all the decisions. That's the whole point. No, but if someone says, who says you get to represent us? No one's going to say that. Okay, so then you move along. Well, like, okay, for example, there's a given name for the event. So like everyone agrees, or we've been using this name and um, some people have suggested other names, but we've kind of just gone with this name. Do you put a poll together or do you just go with it because you're happy with it? If it's already been accepted, then it's already been accepted. Even if if somebody, if somebody says, I don't like the name, then you put a poll together. Or do you just kind of like let it roll and then keep going? No, I mean, if someone makes a strong (laughs) objection, then you address it. If nobody's making a strong objection, then continue. Like part of the the process of working with groups is to be easy and to be unattached to specific um, 
you know, the logistics and instead be attached to the essence of what it is that you're trying to accomplish. But I guess why I suggest this is because if you have this vision that you claim to be a good thing, how do you stick to the vision and not care about the details? I don't think sticking to the vision is the goal. I think. But maybe not in this case, but I'm saying in general, you said having a vision is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. So let me you give you another example. Stay totally, true to different, a- totally different example. Okay. Totally, completely. Let's say you're a university student. Let's say you're a high school student and your vision is to get married and have three kids. Let's say that's your vision. You've had this vision ever since you were a kid. That's your vision. That's your vision. That's your vision. You end up getting married and discover that technically speaking, you can't have kids. So now what? You adopt. Well, you you go back to the essence of your vision, which is I want to have a family. So does that mean you have to give birth in order to have a family? Not necessarily. So you, so it's good to have a vision, but it's also important to understand the essence of this vision and and go after the essence as opposed to the specifics. And so my advice to you is don't hold so tightly on to the specifics of the vision because for you and for anybody that creates agitation when things don't go perfectly according to the plan because life doesn't work that way doesn't go perfectly according to plan and so you know we're talking about an event but we're not we're talking about a much larger view of life we're talking about an approach that says i don't have to be so attached to the specifics so for example you know uh christmas is on the 25th but not everybody is always available on the 25th People work in hospitals. They're not available on the 25th. Is it okay to have Christmas on the 27th? That's a departure from the vision. That's a (laughs) departure from the plan. But are you okay to do that? And so this flexibility with the the maintenance on the essence is really what I'm encouraging here. Got it. Got it? I think so. And that applies to the event. It applies to life matters it applies to the way that you function at home it applies to everything okay right and i know that you're looking at something very very specific and that's exactly the point is let's not be so specific yeah i guess like it's just you know if you have for example a mad hatter themed party and someone wants to throw in like reggae music or i don't know whatever then, the then it's funny and fun. Who cares? No, but that's the whole point is that it 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 doesn't stay true to what you want, and that's the issue. And what would be so bad with it? Uh, again, is the essence the Mad Hatter party, or is it the essence people having a good time? No, but you want to be consistent. But if you're not, but you you but but you, that you, that, you, that like okay, let's say you want to have a Mad Hatter party, and you know every single detail isn't Mad Hatter, then you're like, well, now the whole point of it is ruined like it's not consistent it's well for you because that's the whole point of it it's like okay okay let's say you want to have a cafe that's mad hatter themed like the whole point of having this cafe that's mad hatter themed is that people come for the theme and so everything needs to be consistent in order to get clientele like yeah okay you can serve them mediocre coffee but that's not the point the point is that they come for this theme they come for the ambiance they come for the decor they come for all these pieces that fit together and if somebody wants to throw off one of the pieces well that kind of destroys the point and that is what I'm trying to get at well it depends on what is the point 
is the point that one thing is off or is the point is that when people come to your Mad Hatter cafe that they love the experience? Well, how can they love the experience if it's inconsistent and dulled out and diluted? Well, and it's not like then it's not a full experience. It's only a half experience and then it's not fun. Well, and and in the case of the Mad Hatter Cafe, when it's your cafe and you get to make all the decisions, then you can be as consistent as you want. And sometimes when you work in a whole team, you have to decide what are the really, really important elements. Is it that consistency? Is that the essence? Is it to be immersed in the Mad Hatter world or is it something else? And once you agree on that essence, the point, the goal, the purpose, then you'll make decisions that align with that purpose. But that's the thing you need to agree on. So first things first, set the goal and figure out what's important. Exactly. And everybody needs to agree. Good luck with that one. Hey, come on. I'll give you another example. Okay. Frame of mind coaching. My goal could be a certain revenue number, or my goal could be impacting a certain, you know, as many lives as possible. Right. They're not always consistent. Yeah. So my goal is this. My goal Yeah, is but your goal thing. isn't just one thing. Your goal is both. Because if your goal was to impact as many people as possible, then you wouldn't be a functioning company. Like you would just give away everything for free and then not you necessarily. No, because if I gave everything away for free, would people think that it has value? No. So that's Okay, but you would reduce the price or like, you know, there are things that don't necessarily match. Well, but, but I can keep my eye on impact a lot more than I can on a revenue, a specific revenue number and feel bad if I didn't hit that specific, specific number that I'm after. Yeah. Right. So you have to decide what's the primary goal. What's the purpose? Okay. Thank okay. you. Did it actually help? We'll see in a few weeks. All right. You'll report back. We'll ask you. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Good. All right. So for those of you who are listening and you're working in a team and sometimes you have conflicting points of view or conflicting visions, It's really important for you to come together and ask everybody and get on the same page about what is the goal? What's the purpose? What's the essence? What are, what is the essence of what we are trying to achieve? Once that becomes clear, the rest falls into place. But when we get caught up with the details before agreeing on the essence, we get lost in the process. And that's a real easy way to create friction and tension with others. It's the same, it's the same case in a home with two people who are living together and deciding, you know, who gets to do the dishes. It's the same (laughs) thing. Who gets to do the dishes. Who gets to do the dishes. It's the same thing. So think about what is my goal? What is the essence of what I'm trying to achieve? All right, good. Fernie, how do people reach you and how do they take that survey? What's the best way? email me. So my email is ferniecotliar at live.com and the survey will be provided in the footnotes. So please fill that out. We would love to know what you want to hear more of, what you like, what you didn't like. We'd even just love to know that you're listening because we don't know a lot of the people are always surprised. So please fill it out. Um, I think it's anonymous. So you can let us know. You cannot let us know, but please do fill it out. And I can be reached at Kim at frame of mind If there's anything going on in your life that you would like to discuss, 
I would be happy, happy to discuss it with you. So reach out. We have all kinds of cool things coming down the pike for the new year. So please keep reading our newsletters. Please keep tuning in. We love having you in our world. So uh, thank you for tuning in over and over again. And we will see you next week. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.